Hey, welcome back to the Anatomy for the Healer podcast. It's been a bit, but hey, we're back. So today I wanted to talk about two of my favorite topics. One, fascia, and two, energy healing. So why do I think connective tissue is the bridge between energy healing and clinical deep tissue work? Fascia is the mechanism for the human energy system to work. And this works through something very special about the fascia, and that's uh, the ground substance, the liquid portion of the connective tissue. So it's part of the extracellular matrix, and what that is the fibrous portion of connective tissue that connects one cell to the other. And the extracellular matrix of fascia has two portions. One is tissue. The second is liquid. So that liquid portion is called the ground substance. And what's so fascinating about it is that its makeup is very similar to that of a crystal. Why would that be interesting? Well, it's just interesting in and of itself because you're like a freaking liquid crystal walking around and that's badass. It's badass because if you think about the properties of crystals, you're amazing. So I I don't think it'd be hard pressed to find like five energy healers and be like, what do you think about crystals? And they're like, oh, crystals are amazing, right? You know, so people use crystals on acupressure points. People use crystals on chakras. Why do they do that? They do that because we know something about crystals and that's that they store and conduct energy. Now, this isn't just New Age and French. It's totally New Age and French. But it's also something that we know scientifically to be true. If you look at the original radio, it was a crystal radio. And this is something that everybody could get in their household and people could even build it. So essentially, the crystal was the receiver. And what was so fascinating about this was that the crystal itself received the radio waves, and the radio waves then in turn powered the radio. These things weren't really loud. You needed a special earphone for this to work because it's it's really quiet. It's not like you can just pump up the volume and have a house party, right? This is small earpiece that you put in your ear and a little um, device that has a crystal as the receiver and works through magic to work. But the fact that it works is pretty amazing. So we know that crystals conduct energy. Fascia, having a liquid crystal aspect to it, conducts energy. Now that's amazing. Right now, Fascia is a big buzzword because everybody's suddenly fascinated with it. That's not because fascia is something that we was newly discovered. It was rediscovered because what often happens in anatomy labs is they cut the fascia out, throw it away to look at the good stuff. All along the way, there have been anatomists and body workers who were saying, hey, there's something to this fascia stuff. Why are we throwing it away? So we can look at uh, the work of Ida Rolf, who is the founder of Structural Integration, which is, she's sort of like the grandmother of all Western bodywork today, from myofascial release to trigger point release, all all of these things, you can look at Ida Rolf and there's a strong connection there. Now she wasn't an energy worker, but she did talk about energy. She was looking more at mechanical energy and talking about uh, posture and how mechanical energy travels through. So she referred to it as gravity, freeing up the connective tissue so that gravity could flow through properly. Dr. Stone, who's founder of Polarity Therapy, he was an osteopath, a chiropractor. Uh, He was in the circle of Dr. Sunderland's cranial osteopaths, and he founded what is known as Polarity Therapy, which is looking at cerebral spinal fluid, yes, 
but also fascia, connective tissue. And now all of the um, craniosacral practitioners today are super interested in fascia as well. There's a distinction, however, with Dr. Stone. He was talking about fascia as the medium for the energy to flow through. And it turns out that that's absolutely plausible. Now today we have acupuncturists looking to fascia as the place where the meridians might manifest in the physical body. We have yoga practitioners looking at the fascia as the place where the chakras might manifest in the body. And there's so many more energy patterns. We can look to the fascia, see an obvious imprint left in the fascia. And there's so many other energy patterns. It's not that I'm saying that the energy system is in the fascia. I think that that would be too simple. I believe that there's a calling card left in the fascia. We can see the calling card of the kundalini currents in the connective tissue around the cavities of the body. And where the kundalini currents meet at a chakra, we have an obvious juncture. Say, look at the diaphragm, for example. We have a juncture there. At the perennial floor, we have a juncture there. At the throat, a juncture. So all of these things are sometimes referred to as diaphragms and various kinds of body work because diaphragm literally means a transverse running tissue that sort of blocks one cavity from the other. Now discovered completely independently from this more esoteric stuff, Tom Myers, who's, you know, a very prominent structural integration practitioner, he was teaching at the Rolf Institute and he developed this game. And the game was looking at myofascial chains, chains from bone to tendon to muscle to tendon to bone to tendon to muscle to tendon to bone, and looking at connections of muscle and fascia from head to toe and how they might function. And so he developed this game he called Anatomy Trains, which is essentially that, playing a game to see if you can follow the fascia. What's really interesting about that work is once he started doing dissections of these chains and finding out, oh, wow, this isn't just a game. This is like a plausible hypothesis here. Body workers discovered an overlap between his myofascial chains and the meridian system. Now this wouldn't be the first myofascial connection to the meridian system. In classical Chinese medicine, there was a concept of sinew channels. And sinew, of course, just means connective tissue. And these sinew channels are really old. So they're looking at a particular layer, if you will, of the meridians that follow fascial connections. So I wanna give you a metaphorical lens to see the metaphysical aspects of the human body. That is the way a river flows. If we were to, say, drain the river, we would see the reflection of the river left behind in the way that the earth is shaped. Even if you're not draining the river, let's imagine that it snows heavily. It's winter, it snows heavily, and now we have ice has formed around the river. And you can see in those ice formations around the river where the river has flowed, reached up, touched the ice, molded and shaped the ice in the pattern of the river. Think about that in relation to the connective tissue. You can see the imprint left behind by the energy system. And you could do a little experiment yourself. Let's imagine that you don't know the meridian system. You can look at the connections, the myofascial connections from one muscle to another, and you can almost draw out an accurate Chinese medicine meridian system just based on these myofascial connections. And you can look at the transverse connections in the center of the body along the midline, you will find a myofascial connection in that center that is in almost the exact location where people place a chakra. 
So it is my belief that the connective tissue, the nervous system, and possibly the circulatory system are all interconnected in some type of way for energy conduction. If you're interested in this topic and want to know more, I'm teaching a six-week course on connective tissue and the human energetic system. You can find out more or sign up at anatomyforthehealer.com. Thanks for listening to the Anatomy for the Healer podcast. Stay tuned, like, subscribe, and I'll be back soon with more interesting tidbits.